its extreme Texas law blatantly violates the constitutional right established under Roe v. Wade and upheld as precedent for nearly half a century. That's White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki. So what exactly is going on here? Why are you hearing so much about this particular abortion law? Let me state very clearly up front, I'm not making a pro-choice or pro-life stance publicly here. The, um, the purpose of this episode is to clearly explain what has happened and then to explain what is the Zen perspective on something like this. It also deputizes private citizens to bring lawsuits against anyone who they believe has helped another person get an abortion, which might even include family members, healthcare workers, front desk staff at a healthcare clinic, or strangers with no connection to the individual. So without spinning anything, this is very plainly the most restrictive abortion law currently in the United States. The Texas law states that a woman can't have an abortion after six weeks, essentially when a fetal heartbeat is detected. The term fetal heartbeat is controversial because scientifically speaking, uh, there is some discrepancy as to whether what is detected qualifies as a heartbeat. But I'm not here to address that particular issue. Six weeks is essentially before women even realize they are are pregnant. So this is, in effect, a ban on abortions. My name is Mark Reed. You're listening to Zen Sandwich, a podcast for independent minds, whether that has to do with politics, religion, culture, or anything in between. We live in an absurd world where people cling to extreme opinions about things. Race, vaccines, economics. I look at burning issues and say truth is not so black and white. There's always at least two sides to a story, sometimes more. What interests me is what's the most rational interpretation of truth and what's the probability that something is true? Being closer to the truth, being inspired, being calm and kind in this absurd world, that's what goes in a Zen sandwich. Our Creator endowed us with the right to life, and yet millions of children lose their right to life every year. Governor Abbott of Texas signed this into law back in May, and it became effective midnight September 1st. The reason it is all over the news now is because in a 5-4 decision, the United States Supreme Court declined to hear challenges to the law. So the Supreme Court didn't make a ruling. They just didn't take on the case. By doing that, They essentially allowed the law to be in effect, which it currently is now at the time of this recording. Again, without trying to espouse a view on pro-choice or pro-life here, I mean, I'm not going to convince you to change your mind on that topic, and that isn't at the top of my agenda. But the other critical component of this law is utterly absurd, and that's this. Instead of government officials enforcing this law, This particular law deputizes, it leaves it up to private citizens to bring civil litigation against anyone who aids or abets an abortion that occurs after six weeks. The heartbeat bill banning abortion as early as six weeks when a heartbeat can be detected and changing how it would be enforced. 
allowing any private citizen to sue an abortion provider, someone who doesn't need to be connected to a patient or even live in Texas. Anyone who successfully sues can collect a minimum of $10,000, and abortion clinics sued unjustly cannot recover legal fees. That means there isn't a cr- criminal penalty here. You don't go to jail, but a private citizen can sue, and not the woman, but anyone who assists. Of course, that means the doctor who performs it, but anyone else who assists, from the person who might pay for it down to the person who gives the woman a car ride to the clinic. Yes, I am not making that up or overstating or exaggerating that. This law creates a vigilante system. When a private citizen brings this against a doctor, a family member, or friend who helps the woman, if they sue and win, they win a minimum of $10,000 plus attorney's fees. This is not the first threat to Roe we've seen in a state across the country. It's an extreme threat. And again, I would just note, this is offering up to $10,000 to individuals who report someone who is going to get an abortion. I mean, that is what we're talking about here. Regardless of how you feel about abortion on a pro-life or pro-choice debate, this law is fundamentally wrong for that reason. It literally suggests that if I lived in Texas and gave my friend a ride to an abortion clinic, I could be sued for $10,000. Yes, this law, currently live and fully operational, says that. In truth, I can't imagine this law staying valid for, for too long. There's just too much wrong with it, too many freedoms that it restricts. I can't give my friend a ride to an abortion clinic, regardless of what she's going to do wherever I take her, as long as I, I'm not knowingly taking her to rob a bank or something. And even if you live in another state and you wire money to a woman to get an abortion in the state of Texas, after the first six weeks, you are subject to be penalized in a Texas court. You could receive a subpoena to make a court appearance. Now, whether you go or not will be up to you if you live in another state. But they can render a civil judgment against you in your absence. Okay, so first I wanted to lay out in simple terms what is going on with the law and the Supreme Court and why you're seeing it on the news. Now let me turn to what exactly would be the Zen interpretation of all this mess. In a world of black and whites, Zen doesn't approach morality by handing out absolutes. That might be disappointing to you. Things just are. They aren't inherently good or bad. We as people place those value judgments on things. Zen thought offers guidance, of course, that we should live with good intention, with empathy, with caring, with love. In that way, you could make an argument for the pro-life or pro-choice side. But to do so would be missing the greater point. The Zen philosophy doesn't take a firm stance either way. Of course, there are karmic consequences of our actions. If I say something mean to someone, I might reap the consequences of that in a number of ways. It might make that person angry, maybe they respond with a violent action. Or I might make them sad and I feel remorse for causing some pain because I know what it's like to be hurt and to feel pain. So you know, I don't do that. I try not to hurt people. But there's no intrinsic goodness or badness in the words themselves or in me saying them aloud. No more than there is when a dog barks or growls. Whether it's good or bad behavior is a socially constructed reality. There are no moral absolutes. 
Ethical decision-making involves a complex nexus of causes and conditions. It's situational. The decision of whether or not to terminate a pregnancy is of course very serious, but would ultimately be the decision of the individual who then would have to deal with the karmic consequences of that action, whatever those consequences might be. And if that means breaking the law, if the law bans abortions, then that too would be a part of those karmic consequences. The question often asked in the pro-life, pro-choice debate is this. When does life begin? At conception? At viability? Viability, legally speaking, is when the fetus can live outside the womb. Science tells us that the Earth is 4.6 billion years old and that life began on it roughly 3.7 billion years ago. And since that time, life has expressed itself in countless diverse ways that continue to evolve. There is no observed beginning of it all. Rather, whatever the original moment way back then was, there has been a continual unbroken process that's been happening for almost 4 billion years. That has now culminated at this moment in you being who you are. So from a purely Buddhist perspective, the question of when does life begin is somewhat nonsensical. It began 3.7 billion years ago and continues to manifest itself in an endless multitude of beings and entities. You might think that is a game of semantics that I'm playing, but is it? If you understand yourself as a culmination of a 3.7 billion year old process, then the moment of conception, sperm fertilizes an egg, well, is that any more significant than the moment your grandfather met your grandmother? Every step along the way was an essential component to you being you. Why is this one moment of conception separable from all the other moments and cell divisions going back to the first organisms at the beginning of life itself? It's language itself and identifying and naming various parts of the greater process that gives us these notions at all. When in fact, it's all, all of life, just one big ongoing event. Take the naming and classification away from it and just see, life is just a continual movement and evolution and abiding and surviving and reproducing and on and on and on. Now at this point, you might come back with an individual soul argument. That our individual souls are created at this moment of conception. Well, how you know that, that that's when our soul is born, so to speak, is still beyond my understanding. I mean, as a fertilized egg, did you have any consciousness, any self-actualization, any knowledge that you are, in fact, you? And it would be at this point we might diverge in, in thought. Uh, you, we might disagree. Buddhism in general would say that there is no soul, that your persistent sense of yourself as a separate thing set apart from the rest of the universe is a delusion. But I digress. You can easily make a Buddhist argument that is pro-life, by the way. One of the precepts of all Buddhism is to refrain from destroying life in any form. 
That's why you have so many vegetarian Buddhists. I'm not one of them. Some schools of Buddhism differentiate between animal and plant life. Some do not. Again, I'm not here to persuade you of anything, really. Except for this. My philosophy, which I do derive from sin thought, is to not impose my views on others and to have compassion for those facing difficult decisions. Ultimately, whether someone has an abortion or not, or whether someone becomes an abortion doctor, the karmic consequences of those decisions are theirs to bear. And that includes whether or not they break the law. If the law says it is illegal, law or no law, their decisions are not mine to pass judgment upon. Here is a third side to the story. On the one hand, moralists, those who do find a moral obligation to fight for the rights of unborn fetuses, often discuss embryos, pregnancy, and abortion without mentioning or considering women at all. And on the other hand, perhaps pro-choice advocates often fail to acknowledge the humanity of a fetus. And that's the crux of it all, that there is no clear resolution. And that drives us all a little crazy, right? On both sides of the divide. But my contention would be that that's all there is, and that's the way it is. There is no black and white, no clear distinction. There's no one particular moment in time where life begins that we should define. Any definition we come up with, conception, viability outside of the womb, is simply made up. It's a socially constructed reality that doesn't really exist beyond our imagining it and talking about it. And that's my two yen. So I went rogue today from the usual format, but uh, just like the definitions of life I've been discussing here, this show too is an evolving organism. And this week, uh, it took me to this topic. Uh, that's what makes Zen so much fun. Uh, maybe dangerous sometimes. <laughs> um, it can go just about anywhere. Anywhere within reason. If you like the show and would like to help me keep it evolving and going, go to patreon.com slash zensamich. Uh, there'll be a link in the show notes. If you do, even if you just make a one-time donation of $3 and then cancel, I will still send you a handmade postcard. You'll have uh, access to exclusive content that I don't make public, from videos of life here in Japan to bonus episodes. Uh, regardless of whether you do or not, I thank you for listening. Stay kind, be calm, and breathe. Don't forget to breathe.